0: Hey, yo. What's up, y'all? It's your boy Ace. This is Fantasized Football. We are back once again bringing y'all some fantasy football content for the 2021 fantasy football season. And we are doing something a little different today. But I ain't going to tell you just yet. So hold the phone, all right? Before we get into it, real quick, I want to say shout out to you. Each and every one of you back there behind your computer, your TV, or listening to the podcast. I love you. Thank you so much for coming by on a weekly basis, showing your boy some love and support. Honestly, it means the world to me. Thank you for helping the channel grow. And if you're new, thank you for giving me an opportunity, coming by and giving me a shot. I hope you do enjoy today's video. If you do, make sure to drop a like, leave a comment, and subscribe to the channel. Help me reach my goal of 200 subscribers on YouTube by the end of the fantasy football season. We are inching closer day by day, baby. We are at... Over 150 at this point. I mean, I think I'm already over 150, but that is awesome, man. We are halfway, three quarters, whatever you want to call it, uh, to the goal. And that's just so, so, so very hype. But yes, let's get into what we're going to be doing today. And do you want to tell them? That's my boy back there if you haven't met him before. No? All right, I'll tell y'all. So I just finished my PPR projections. For this season. So what we're going to be doing, right, is we're going to be looking at Fantasy Pros PPR ADP. And the reason we're using Fantasy Pros is because they have like a collection, right, of ADP. Hold on, let me pull this up here. Not Probably not going to have this on the screen for you guys, but um, I'm going to, hold on, let me just type this in. Fantasy Pros PPR ADP. So we're using Fantasy Pros because they have kind of like a collection of ADP, right? They use ESPN, uh, RT sports, whatever that is, fan tracks and fantasy football calculator to kind of average out ADP. So you get a good idea based on a few different sources, average draft position. So we are going to be using that and we're going to be looking at my rankings and I'm basically going to tell you guys whether I think it is too hot, too cold, or just right. We're going to do this like the fucking three little bears of ADP, right? And I'm the bears, right? Fantasize football, ace the bear, the, the three little bear guy or whatever, Yeah, so that's what we're going to be doing. And uh, we're probably just going to do the first 12 players today. We'll probably go through, like, the first, like six to eight rounds maybe um a little later on once we get through like the first two or three rounds we'll start banging out two at a time so that we can get this done in a reasonable amount of time but yes my projections are finished my rankings are finished i'm gonna get a website going in the coming week or so i'm gonna have it banged out probably tuesday night i'm hoping i'll have it ready to be published sometime this week so if you guys want to use my rankings whatever for your draft or just check out my projections whatever it may be you can do just that. I might have some shit up on the screen. I really don't know yet. It's really gonna just depend on how I feel like during this video. If not, if it's just my face in here, you're welcome. I love you. I love you so much. But yes, I'm sorry, we've been blabbering on. So we're gonna just basically like go through these guys, quickly say why I think it's too hot, too cold, just right. And then move on to the next guy and go on from there. So without further ado, let's kick it off. So as the 1.0 average, 1.0 now, it might be like, 3.4 or 5.2 or whatever, that's because it's the collection of ADP and it's the average of those four different sources. So 1.0, Christian McCaffrey, the running back one consensus right now in terms of ADP. And I think this is just Right, right. Because Christian McCaffrey last season, he was hurt a lot of the season, of course, but when he did play, he was extremely, extremely impactful. And I am not too worried about those injuries carrying over at all. They let him rest at the end of the year to kind of just like make sure that he's good to go. He is the focal point of this offense. And especially in full PPR, like we're talking about today, where catches count, he's got Sam Donald there now. Donald's going to want to get comfortable. And who's better to check down, do than Christian McCaffrey? I see it within the range of outcomes where he's easily over 2,000 yards over 15 touchdowns, finishes as the RB1 again. He is my favorite running back. I have him as the RB1, so I am saying it is just right to pick him 1-0, 1.1 overall in fantasy football drafts in 2021. That is very, very easy for me. Now, moving on from Christian McCaffrey to the 2.0 in ADP, that is Dalvin Cook of the Minnesota Vikings, and we're starting off a little boring because I think that is just right once a... Again, again, another guy that is a focal point of his offense, that gets catches, that is involved in the receiving game, and an offense that loves to run the ball. We know what Dalvin Cook can do. There is a little bit of injury concern, but last season he was able to stay healthy for the most part. And with any running back, man, I've said this before, but if you're new, any running back, they miss a couple of games, whatever. That's kind of to be like expected right, with the nature of the position. By the way, if you didn't know where... Fucking freestyling this shit. So, you get one of these a week. I'm I'm not doing it in a mock. So, there goes the phone machine. This is a freestyle. We're kicking it here. So, Dalvin Cook, right? I I think this is right where he should go. This is how I would handle it if I have the second pick. Christian McCaffrey goes. I go Dalvin Cook. So, 2.0 I think is just right for Mr. Dalvin Cook. Now, moving on to the third player, 3.4 in terms of ADP in full PPR. That is Derrick Henry of the Tennessee Titans. And for the first time, that is just a little too hot for me, man. It's not burning my hand. It's not burning the tongue, but the porridge is just a wee bit too hot in full PPR for Derrick Henry. I currently have him as the running back five in full PPR. That could change a little bit depending on what happens with a player that we'll talk about a little later on. But Derrick Henry here, we just know he's not going to be involved in terms of of the receiving game, at least not much. Maybe that changes a little bit, but now you have Julio, you have A.J. Brown, while well, I do think Derrick Henry will be extremely, extremely effective this season because defenses will not be able to focus in on him as much if they don't want to get burned by Julio and A.J. Brown, I just think it's a little bit too early in terms of full PPR. and half, this is where I like him as the third running back where catches aren't as important, but in full PPR, Derrick Henry just a little bit too hot as the RB3 3.4 in terms of ADP. Now... Moving on from Derrick Henry, we are going to be on the fourth player right now, 3.6 in terms of ADP, and that is Alvin Kamara of the New Orleans Saints. And you know what? I'll say this is just right. Right now, I have him as my RB5, but this could change with, we'll just spoil it, with Saquon Barkley, depending on if he's good to go in time for the season, if he's at full capacity to start the season, because right now, I have Alvin Kamara as my RB4. Actually, no, I have him as my RB4. Yeah, so no, this is just right regardless. This is beautiful. This is just right, right? He's going to be a focal point in this offense, right? Whether it's Taysom Hill, whether it's Jameis Winston himself, Michael Thomas, they are going to be heavily involved. It will be a target funnel to those two players. Taysom didn't... Target him as much last season as he probably should have, but I'm sure if they make him the starter to say, hey, listen, you got to get Kamara involved. He's arguably the best player on our roster, so we want him involved in terms of the receiving game. And I have it projected to be Jameis, anyways. And if it is Jameis, I do love that for Alvin Kamara. Elite receiving upside. He's not as involved in terms of the ground game, but you know he's going to get his 200 carries. He's got a nose for the end zone. And like I had said, he is going to be heavily involved in the receiving game. Has the upside for 90 plus catches this season, so I am just fine with Alvin Kamara there as the fourth player off the board, 3.6 in terms of ADP. I think that is just right. Now, moving on to the fifth player, 5.2 in terms of ADP. That is Saquon Barkley of the New York Giants, and as of right now, this is too cold for me, y'all. This is too cold. I'm not freezing, but I'm getting a... I might need a little sweatshirt, you know what I'm saying? I, need, I might need a little wool sweater if you want to knit one for me, dough. But right now... It, they're saying that Saquon might not be 100%, might not be ready to start the season, at least at full capacity, right? And that scares me a little bit. And if that's the case, i probably move him by, behind Kamara and maybe even Derrick Henry too. But currently, I have him as my RB3 because of the upside, right? This offense should be a lot better. Joe Judge is a great coach. I love Joe Judge. I think they'll be better with the additions of Kenny Galladay through free agency and Kadarius Toney in the draft, Hopefully, Daniel Jones can take a step forward. We know Saquon's involved in terms of the receiving game. He's been up and down due to injuries throughout his career. But when he's healthy, he is one of the most explosive, one of the best running backs in all of football. So I think that here, as of right now, depending on what happens with uh, with, uh, Saquon Barkley, this is a little bit too cold. It could end up being just right. But as of right now, I'm expecting that he gets it together he's a freak of nature and he'll be ready to start the season and he'll be ready to at least be at 90 percent and if he's not getting 22 23 touches but he's getting 18 to 20 i'm still fine with him because you know he's only going to get better as the season goes on but now moving on from saquon barkley to the sixth player, 7.2 in terms of average adp that is jonathan taylor of the indianapolis colts i currently have him as the rb10 so for me this is to fucking hot, man. I am burning up right now. I am burning up with it. I want one of them Mickey Mouse Disney fans because I just think this is too high for Taylor. Don't get me wrong. I think Taylor is super, super, super talented and he has the upside to finish top five, maybe even top three at the position if everything goes his way. But I talked about this in a video last week in the top, uh, the top players at each position that I think could bust for, bust, guys with bust potential, the most bust potential for 2021. Jonathan Taylor's got a lot of factors going on there. A lot of changes, right? Marlon Mack gets brought back. They could have just let him go, but they didn't. Clearly they have a role for him. Naeem Hines is involved in the pass game. Frank Reich's history with running backs, using multiple running backs, right? And then there's Carson Wentz. And if Carson Wentz sucks and this offense can't move the ball down the field and can't get themselves in scoring positions, the upside is limited for Taylor. It could be more playing time for Hines. And if he doesn't get 250, 300 total touches, then RB6 probably will not pay off. But there is the upside there. I still look at Jonathan Taylor as a first-round draft pick for fantasy football, but I look at him more towards the back end of the first round. Rather than a mid first round pick for me, this is too hot, way too hot for Jonathan Taylor. So I think we need to cool it down here. Now, moving on to the seventh player, a player that we talked about earlier this week, 7.6 in terms of ADP, that is Ezekiel Elliott of the Dallas Cowboys. Where do I have him? Let me see real quick. I have Ezekiel Elliott as my running back six. So this is just a little bit too cold for me. I would take him over Taylor, right? I would, uh, I would take him over Taylor for sure. So for me with Zeke, it's like last year he struggled, right? I don't think he's really washed. I won't go too much into this because we talked about it earlier this week. If you haven't checked out that video, Monday's video, check it out. I think Zeke should bounce back, Dak back, the offensive line healthy this season. He's involved in the receiving game as well, which is always great for PPR. He's finished top three at the position before multiple times. He has a lot of upside. He could go for over 2,000 yards, over 15 touchdowns, right? He has that kind of elite upside. So as the RB7, I think it's worth it. We saw his floor last season, and I don't think it's going to get any worse than that. I figure, worst case, he probably finishes top 10 at the position, getting him here as the RB7, the seventh player off the board. With the upside that he has with a relatively safe floor. I am fine with Zeke there. And I think this is just right. If anything, just a wee bit too cold. We're not freezing, nothing like that. But you know, we're getting a little uh we're getting a little chilly over here. Might need uh like a little uh hand warmer or something, right? So moving on to the eighth player at 8.4. That is Travis Kelsey, the tight end one of the Kansas City Chiefs. And holy shit. Too fucking hot, baby. I am burning up. I'm burning up right now, baby. I'm burning up. I just can't see myself personally drafting a tight end in the first round. And I get it; he's the tight end one. I have him as the tight end one. Do not get me wrong, but I look at Kelsey Moore as like an like an early second round pick. You know, you know, like an early-ish second round pick. I mean, there you're getting a lot of positional advantage. Oh. Maybe that's Travis Kelsey texting me, telling me to fuck off. But, um, no, nah, man, I just can't see myself doing it in the first round. I get it. Focal point of the offense. going to get a lot of targets. Probably be over 100 catches. Get a lot of touchdowns. But you're just missing out on some of the elite running backs. And... Tight end's a scarce position as well, but you only have to start one tight end, right? And there's only so many good ones anyways. Everyone else is gonna be kind of stuck with a sh- like a shit bum for the most part. I shouldn't say shit bum, but somebody that's not gonna be as productive as like a Kelsey, Waller, Kittle. I'd rather wait for Waller in like the third round or wait for Hawkinson or something in like the fifth, sixth round. Instead of going with Kelsey, I know he provides a lot of positional advantage, but the guys going around him are so, so very valuable. And if you take Kelsey, you're missing out on one of them. So to me, Travis Kelsey, is just way, way, way too hot. And we're about to go on a little run. So ninth, 9.2 in full PPR is Nick Chubb of the Cleveland Browns. Currently, I have him ranked as my RB10. RB10, yes, I have him as my RB10. So again, way too hot for me. A lot like what I said with Jonathan Taylor, a little different, but just not as involved. It's actually not like what I said with Jonathan Taylor at all I don't know why I said that He's just not really as involved in the passing game. Kareem Hunt's there, but they're going to run the ball a shit ton. He's one of the most talented running backs in the league. He has the upside. He does get more involved in the receiving game to finish top five at the position. Even if he doesn't, he could rush for 1,500 yards. He's an absolute stud. It's within the range of outcome. He's going to score a lot of touchdowns. But where he's being drafted right now is just a little bit. It's too early for me, man. I look at him as like a back half of the second round. Very, very early first round pick. Way too hot, man. There's there's not enough upside in terms of the receiving game there for me to be taking Nick Chubb where he's going right now, which was nine point two ninth overall. Nine nine point two in terms of ADP. It is just too hot for me. So let's go ahead and move on to number 10. 9.6 overall, Tyreek Hill of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chubb, these Kansas City guys, they got me sweating, bro. I'm burning up, man. I feel like I'm in a sauna right now because I've just been sitting in the heat. I already sweat all the time anyways. This is just too much. This is way too early for Tyreek Hill for me here at 10. He's my wide receiver, three. Depending on what happens with Aaron Rodgers, he could be my wide receiver, too, but I like Diggs more in full PPR as well. I get it. Tyreek Hill, lots of upside. Big touchdown guy, big yardage guy, not a huge catch guy, though. And that's very important in full PPR. I don't know. Maybe he goes over 100 catches. I could be completely wrong, right? I just project this bullshit. I'm just telling y'all what I think. Take it with a grain of salt, right? But for me here at 9.6, I would not be looking at Tyreek Hill until probably after Kelsey, until after Nick Chubb, things like that. I wouldn't draft Tyree Kill in the first round. I just wouldn't do it, especially not in full PPR. So to me here, this is just way too hot. I'm burning up and I need to cool the fuck down. So let's move on to 11, 11 11.2 in terms of ADP. That is going to be Austin Eckler of the LA Chargers. And now all of a sudden I'm starting to get cold, bro. I'm starting to get cold. He is the RB9. And by the way, Nick Chubb, RB8. Tyreek Hill, wide receiver one. He is the running back nine, Austin Eckler. And I currently have him. I think it's the running back seven. Hold oh, on, let me check here. I got to pull up my RB rankings. RB rankings. RB rankings. Yes. No. Actually, I have him as the RB eight. So I'm not too far behind, but... This is still too cold for me, in my opinion. Austin Eckler in full PPR ex- especially, put some respect there, man. It's just like Eckler's going to be so involved in this offense this season. He has the upside to go for a career high in terms of carries. He could be like Alvin Kamara, right? He could be Alvin Kamara if he gets 200 carries, goes for uh, 900 yards, 950 yards on the ground, gets you five, six touchdowns. He doesn't have the nose for the end zone as um. Alvin Kamara has, but that could change the season. And he has the upside to go for like 100 catches. And if he gets 100 catches, gives you nine 17 1800 total yards a 100 catches and gets you nine touchdowns you're gonna to be so happy that you drafted Austin Eckler here at 11th at 11.2 overall i think this is too cold on Eckler. i would draft him as early as like eighth overall you know especially in full PPR i think he gets a little slept on because people get nervous because he hasn't been as involved in terms of the running game he's not really a traditional running back but he is like the epitome like of the pass catching running back him alvin kamara he has a lot of upside Justin Herbert's there they're gonna target him very, very frequently, going to be a focal point of this offense. So I think this is too cold for Austin Eckler. And wrapping up picks one through 12 here, at 12th overall, you have Devonte Adams of the Green Bay Packers, wide receiver two, 12.0 in terms of ADP, my wide receiver one right now, which could change depending on what happens with Aaron Rodgers, but I am projecting that the Packers, Aaron Rodgers work something out. And if that's the case, Devontae Adams is my wide receiver one. So for here, I'd probably say it's just right. Maybe if anything, a little like a like a like I'm like a tiny bit hot because I'm usually going to be taking a running back in the first round. But don't get me wrong, if it starts off with 11 running backs and I'm at the 12th pick and Devontae Adams is there, I'll probably just take him. I might just take a running back and then take Devontae at the first pick in the second. But. 11th, 12th, it is a huge run on running backs. I do not hate Devontae Adams whatsoever if Aaron Rodgers is there. He is my wide receiver one. So I think that that is just right. We're going to give it a just right. We'll end on a just right. So that is it. That is all. That is all there is. This was the three, the first episode of this new series, the three little bears of ADP brought to you by Ace of fantasize football I hope y'all enjoyed let me know down in the comments what y'all thought of this I thought it'd be a cool way to kind of look at or not like like just kind of like a fun different way to look at my rankings versus ADP and what we're kind of like what what like what's happening in drafts at least right now right based on these sources or whatever be a fun way to do it a different way to do it so let me know if you enjoyed if you did enjoy make sure to like comment Subscribe to the channel. Help me reach my goal of 200 subscribers on YouTube by the end of the fantasy football season. I would really, really appreciate that. Check the description down below for my socials, the podcast. Make sure to follow me on the socials and drop a five-star review if you do not mind. But we are done. Me, my boy, we are out for today. I hope y'all enjoyed. I will catch y'all next time. And as always, thank you. Love you. Peace.